Well, hello. Welcome to Friday. I'm going to do my usual check and just make sure everything's streaming right. I've got to share it on a couple of pages. So grab your coffee, grab your notebook, and we will start shortly. Oh, looks good. Now I've just got to share this and then we'll begin. Everything's live. If you want to check in, um, let me know where you're, hey, where are you from? What are you up to? <laughs> Say hi for the day. That would be perfect. I'll do just be a few minutes here. Put it there. Have to talk to yourself. It's way easier when you do that. And put it here. Make just about done. There, I think we're rocking. Well, hello. Welcome to Friday's episode of Ask the Wizard Almost Daily Coaching Tips and Hints and Teachings and Musings and probably all sorts of other stuff. <laughs> Check in and let me know how are you doing everything. There's, of course, Tracy from, not of course, there's Tracy from the Russ and Tracy Show. Thanks for checking in and saying hi as always. In many ways, she sort of... Uh, even in these shows, sort of helps produce. So, if there's any comments that I would I would like to share with you guys, as you know, for me to type and talk just doesn't work. So, Tracy's always so gracious in doing that on my behalf. Well, we finished the first week of programming of daily programming. I think that's pretty cool. We started uh, well Monday at eleven, and then of course there was these. There was boy, if anything can happen. Wednesday edition with. Uh, Tracy and Greg Dixon. Greg Dixon, they're the half of the straight shooters. On Wednesday, Thursday was anything can happen Thursday. And then, of course, now we've, we've come to today. Interesting comment. Hmm. And we have got Candace again. Candace, great. Thanks for checking in. Candace is, well, it's two now. She's so appreciative. It's so cool that, that you've done this, Candace. Um, she's taken her own pictures and she's posted some quotes or some learnings that have, have struck her, um, resonated with her for some of our past episodes for this week. So thanks a lot, Candice. That is really, really, really cool. Uh, to me, that's what community is. It, it's not for me, this, this sort of is, is my role, but I'm one role in a much bigger community. And I, that's always, I, I know for myself, one of the things that I'm just oh and, and Leslie hey Leslie how you doing uh, Leslie checking in from Saskatchewan I uh, can't remember exactly where she lives now she moved not that long ago actually Leslie posted a comment I think on our show from yesterday uh, we'll address that question first thing so thanks for that Leslie and uh, Candice you're welcome thanks that's perfect one of the things for for us Mary Joe and myself is. It's never been our desire, nor have we wanted followers. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I'm not interested in followers. I welcome travel companions, and and that's what all you are, or you all are, one of those, right? We're, we're all on this journey together, and we all have different roles to play. And this happens to me. My role, maybe... You could look at my role as being maybe more, I don't know, obvious, I guess, or like you're out front, like in things like this. 
but that's just my role. And we all have different roles to play. We all have different parts to play. And, and we all working together. And that's what's so cool about this. So that's cool. Thanks. Uh, okay, so Leslie, listen, you, you might hear a little bit of gravel in my voice right now. That's part of the answer to your question. So remember that, okay? Uh, okay, who else? I just want to make sure I've got everybody. I think I do. Let's see. Um, yeah, I think we're good. Well, I've had a, um, I'm really pleased, <laughs> I tell you, with the, this this broadcasting format that we've stepped into. I had lots of fun doing it. And and you folks seem to appreciate it so and value it just from the comments and, and the shares and the things like that. Remember, share, 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 right? Share the broadcast, share the notices and things like that. Because as I said, we're all in this together, right? We're spreading the news and we're building and growing together. So people look at the issues in the world and, and they go, right? They go, well, man, how are we going to fix all this stuff? stuff right and at least in my view of things how we fix it is with groups of people like us and, and it's not even so much that we're consciously directly trying to fix this but what we're doing is each one of us is growing and expanding on our own and corporately and that's then that is then what's going to fix this whatever this is that we need to fix it's not about fixing it directly out here although there's a piece to that for me the fundamental change comes from communities like this building and growing each one of us in our own unique ways supporting each other one in their own unique ways that's where the change is going to come from so i've been i've been really really oh hey and of course uh <laughs> Greg, the other half of the straight shooters just checked in. Excellent, Greg. Greg and I did a show, uh, so it'll be on his profile, but he shared it on mine yesterday afternoon. Um, Greg's very prolific in in audio and writing and, and things like this, and really good stuff, really solid, uh, down-to-earth, but profound all at the same time. We get along really well. We really flow nicely together. So we did a little audio interview slash blog blog blogcast oh my coffee need more coffee uh yesterday so check it out thanks greg it's kind of interesting many of you most of you have have heard myself or one of the other folks in the in convergence media team talk about this five-step template and one of my pieces on on this five-step template, on my five-step template, is getting my message to thousands of people. And, and one of the, the things that we talk about in, in our manifesting process, so basically step four, for us, step four is taking inspired actions. One piece of that is, is doing whatever you can. Now, now, maybe you can't do everything in your physical experience that you would like to to align with your desires. Maybe it hasn't flowed through that much yet, but there's something you can do. And I was talking with Tracy about this, oh, geez, a while ago, really towards the earlier days of the Russ and Tracy show is, so this show, we we step into this show, we we treat this show, we embrace this show, just as though there was tens of thousands of people watching slash listening to it. Because that that's a reality right now. It maybe hasn't shown up in the physical yet, but it's a reality right now. And so for me, I'm I'm very 
Yeah. <laughs> That's cool, buddy. I only say it because it's true. Um, for me, that's what's happening right now. And I just thought about this because I didn't plan on starting these daily ones like last weekend. We had a master's class. And, of course, with Mary Jo and myself, especially when we teach together and especially in a master's class, we change just as much, just as, much as they do. So come Monday morning, this just started. Oh, hey, Gordon York. Gordon York. Hey, Gordon. How you doing, buddy? Gordon. Um, of course, Greg and I know Gordon. Uh, we, um, um, uh, Gordon and, and Greg were in the same workshops together. Uh, Gordon's a really cool, really another really cool guy. I believe, Gordon, your, um, the name of your Reiki practice, I love it, is Red, Redneck Reiki. I think that's perfect. Post it in the comments. I, I'm pretty sure that's what you call it, though, is Redneck Reiki. That's keeping it real, right? <laughs> that's neat. Okay, so uh, I need to get make my way slowly to the topic so we're not here till dark. Um, done a couple of things this week, and I've got Leslie's question. I haven't forgot about your question. Done a couple of things this week, just organizationally speaking. Um, the first one is something I'm calling uh, Russ's Inner Circle Facebook group. So this is... It's actually, it started off as a whole live notification group, but now that we're doing it through BeLive, it sends out the notifications and things like that just wonderfully. So that group really didn't need to exist anymore. So I've evolved it into what I call Russ's Inner Circle. And so I'm just going to show you what it looks like. So, of course, it's on Facebook, and, and it looks like that. Let me, whoops, oh my tablet went to sleep. Oh, it doesn't go to sleep for you, though. Good. Okay. So this, I call this Russ's inner circle, all right? So it was the old uh, Facebook Live notification thing. And it sort of looks like this. So what this looks, or what this is, is, and I, I send a little post out related to this. I'll, I'll announce it more. But this is a, here we go. It, and Greg, this is actually, uh, thanks, Greg. Uh, we had our our business meeting yesterday afternoon. This is one of my ahas that come out of this and inspired actions for those of you following the manifesting process that we teach. It's a higher level of connection between you and I. So I've got my, my personal profile, and of course, that's where these are broadcast from. We've got our fan page. This one here, again, it, it's a... It's a deeper level of connection. So what I mean by that is, and of course, and this didn't really sink into my head yesterday. And again, thanks again, Greg, for, for managing to navigate it through. Busy, 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 happy redneck. For sure, out of white guard. <laughs> That's cool. Um, was that, of course, when we post things in a group, everybody gets a notification. And so this group here, and I'll still be posting on the other pages and whatnot, and I'll be selective, right, to what I post in this group because I don't want to inundate you with these notifications all day long. So I am going to be selective in what I post on it. But it, it will be, uh, what would I say? So you probably won't see when I check into an airport or what I had for lunch or things like that. So I'm going to do my best to select quality content. And, of course, that's what I'll share in this group. And you'll get notifications when it happens. Okay. So if, if you wish, um, there's some of you that have joined it already. If you wish to join that group, it is called, I've actually, if you search for, uh, yeah, Russ's inner circle is what it's called. And then you can, you can request. It's a closed group. 
Um, but just send a request and then, of course, I'll approve it. Okay, so that's that's that piece. So the other one I wanted to show you is something that, and this is a new fan page. Some of you have seen this already. Uh, it's called Convergence Media HC. The HD stands for Healing Center Fan Page. So that one looks like, uh, I just need to find it here. Looks like that. Okay, so that's what that one looks like that one looks like so this one here the only thing that will be on this fan page is the archives for all our past shows okay so and um the the specifically i guess the facebook live shows so whether it's the rest and tracy show straight shooters almost uh, daily things like that so if you ever want to scroll through the archives you just go to this group, and and that's all it all it'll have. So it's it, hopefully it'll be pretty clean in that you can just scroll down and find this show that we're that you're looking for. And if we refer to a show, I'll give you the date and things like that. So you should be able to just scroll down and find the show that you're looking for. So that's kind of the two new pieces that we've added. Uh, I'm just going through my list. So that's that piece. Okay, let's see what else. I'm gonna get my housekeeping stuff. <laughs> Uh, done first. A generic or an all-encompassing hashtag Convergence Media HC, of course, for the Healing Center. So all our Facebook lives, they may have some, or some specific hashtags, but that's the general hashtag. So if you ever want to just do a quick search for everything that we've done, just search for that again, but we've stored them uh, in an archive fashion in the fan page as well. So there's that piece. And I think that is it for me now. Um, okay, so Leslie had a question. And her, her question was, and yesterday we talked about that, that no man's land, right? So that would have been June 1st. So I won't go into it in details. You can go back and watch the broadcast. Uh, we, we talked about sort of no man's land. And and one of the things that happens in no man land is healing, healing of traumas. And and Leslie posted a really interesting question. I have to say, the question was, how do you know if you're healing traumas? And I actually posted that to the Russ's inner circle because that is a really interesting question. I, I was thinking about that, and I don't know if I've been asked it in that fashion. And so I kind of had to think about it a little bit. So, and actually that's the reason I have these, by the way, as <laughs> an answer to the question. I want to preface it a little bit. I use the word traumas because it's a, it's a handy tag. At the same time, it's not my most favorite label for it. And the reason I say that is because as a society, we have framed traumas as being traumatic, right? They're they're like these these icky things. They're oh, they're painful, and then that means the healing process must be painful, and 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 that type of thing. I use the word because it's a handy label. As I got, th and I've defined them in many different ways. So I thought for our purposes here. All a trauma is, is a, 
one aspect of it, again, for our purposes here, is a truth that doesn't serve us anymore. And a, and a really quick way to explain to me, or for you, me to explain what I mean by that is, you get a physical wound, you get a cut, right? Your body's designed to heal that cut, right? You don't have to really do anything. It will just heal it. Now, part of that healing process may mean it may get slightly inflamed. Uh, it may get itchy, right? <laughs> things like that. But we know that all those are, are indicators of the healing process, right? So for the purposes here, the traumas that I'm referring to is a cut that doesn't want to heal. Okay, so you see the difference? We get a cut. Our body does what it needs to do. Maybe there's a bit of uncomfortableness in that healing process. It heals it up and we're good to go. For our purposes here, a trauma is we get the cut, but it doesn't want to heal, right? And we do everything we're supposed to. And maybe, I don't know, it gets infected or stuff like that. That It's that cut that doesn't want to heal. And so for me, that's when I'm talking about traumas for purposes of this discussion. That's what I'm talking about. So when you think about it, our physical body is always in the healing process, isn't it? Right? There's always different, all these weird processes going on that our body is doing. And we don't have to tell our body how to do that. It just knows how to do it. Right now, sometimes part of those healing processes are not always comfortable, but it's just our body healing itself. So when we look at that that same process, because it is it's the same process, just applied in a different aspect of our life. So when we look at it in the non-physical fashion, and and that's where the the traumas that I'm referring to live, just think of them as as a wound that is designed to heal. But oh, I'm going to sneeze. Goodness. That's designed to heal, but for some reason it's not, right? So, so it's a truth that the truth was I had a wound, but the truth changed and it healed. Yes, that's right. But the wound that doesn't heal is just a truth that doesn't serve us anymore. And so, and, and the only reason I say that is I want to try and get away from that, oh, trauma, difficult, hard, all that kind of stuff. Jeez, I'm going to sneeze. Difficult, hard, right? It, it's, it's just a healing process. And so I think the thing to remember, first of all, is how do we know if we're releasing traumas? Well, we always are. <laughs> we're always in that, that healing flow or that healing mode. Our job, and I'm going to use the example of a cut, right? Our, our conscious role in that is to help to keep the cut clean. Maybe you put a bandage on it. Maybe you do whatever. And so... I think that's the first thing you remember is we're always in that healing process and it doesn't have to be a difficult, arduous process. And so healing is really a normal aspect of living. So how do we know when we're releasing trauma or healing trauma? Well, we're always doing it. Now, having said that, often what happens is the traumas that I was referring to in the broadcast yesterday was the wounds that aren't healing and the wounds that aren't healing end up getting infected. They end up doing all this stuff that when you think about it, that wounds, so let's say I had a wound on my, my leg or my knee. If that wound didn't heal, it would actually start to compromise my whole lifestyle, right? My leg may get sore or may get swollen. I might not be able to, to walk as good as I would like to, or things like that. So that's what's happening. And, and so what we're doing, and of course, you're a Reiki master. I know that many of the folks that are watching this are Reiki practitioners of, of varying degrees and levels. 
when we're we're when we're doing that healing process, we're working on that wound that, that hasn't really wanted to heal for us. And what does that look like? Well, I find that we experience it in two two common ways. One's in our physical body, and the other's in our physical surroundings. So I'll give you a really good example. And that's why I'm wearing these. Right? So without these, like um, I can see the mic, but I gotta be that close to see it clearly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the proverbial blind as a bat when I don't have or contacts. Well, it's interesting that it's not uncommon after a workshop and especially after a master's class that my, my eyes just for whatever reason start to act up. It's the weirdest thing ever. Weird in a very normal way. But the Monday, it's not uncommon at all. The Monday afterwards, I can't wear my contacts. They just, I, I just can't. They just, oh, I feel like crap, right? And it'll often happen after a workshop. So the workshop, uh, so we left Friday. Friday, my eyes were fine. Saturday, Sunday, they were perfect. Sunday night, when I got back, I could feel them starting to get a little uncomfortable. Monday morning, I couldn't wear them. Now, you see, for me, I've, I've identified that pattern. You see, for me, that's a physical indication of healing a trauma or a truth that doesn't serve me anymore, right? Or an old wound that I really don't need anymore. And I'm noticing the, the physical effects of that, that non-physical healing process. And I really see it in my eyes. Now, what's really neat about this is today's Friday. The workshop was last damn weekend. And I've been having challenges most of the week with wearing contacts. So I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Because usually it's it's like the one day after, right? The Monday after. You know what's even crazier cool? Is if it's in a way workshop, and so Monday's a traveling day, my eyes will be fine. But when I'm back in radio, and it's not environmental, okay, folks, because we've, we've eliminated that. It's not that, right? But the day back, is when I'll notice it. And I noticed it all this week. I thought, well, isn't that interesting? What's going on? Well, and why my eyes? Well, one of the reasons that it's in my eyes is this is where the brow chakra is, right? What's what's one of the functions that the brow chakra looks after? Our awareness, our understanding, and the expansion of it, right? And kind of flipping down to where I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, I had to clear my throat. Throat chakra, what? That's part of communication, creativity, expressing ourselves, right? And I sort of had to clear my throat. There was a couple of times this week during the broadcast at the beginning, I had to do that as well. What's happening? I'm healing. That's it. So I've been doing these shows now for five days, and my awareness has just been growing and growing and growing. I've been expressing or using this chakra a lot. So part of the transformational process is healing the traumas. And I noticed that here and here. And it's not bad. It's not good. It just is. The other place you will sometimes see really an extension of this is in your external surroundings. Um, let's see, which show? Did we talk about that on one of the shows this week? Maybe Monday's uh, broadcast, I believe that one was uh, our role in the art of allowing. I think I might have referred to it, something like that there. Is sometimes you'll see those disruptions, if you want to call it that, in your physical surroundings. Those days where... I don't know, you, you get ready to go to work, your car's got a flat tire for no reason at all, right? Or 
your the people that you're working with are kind of bitchy. <laughs> right? Or those sort of those disruptions. Well, we'll often uh, have our students share with us, and Mary Jo and I have seen it as well. Uh, I think Tracy and I actually talked about this. It might have even been a, the topic of one of our shows was there's these days where you look around you and it's like, okay, the whole world, has a whole world gone nuts? We say this, has a whole world gone crazy? Right? You see what often that is, and they, there's different reasons, right? But as it relates to this, one very common reason for that is you are healing. You are releasing that traumas and you're simply seeing the natural effects of the healing and the releasing traumas, but now you're seeing it in your external surroundings. Okay, so I, I do want to get to the topic of this broadcast today, but I also wanted to address that question because it's such a great one. Hopefully, I've given you some things to think about. Oh, <laughs> as Leslie says, that's every Tuesday for me. Well, there you go. <laughs> now, oh, um, okay, so this is, uh, this is on air, so I have to choose a different description. Some of you will have heard me use different words for this. It, it, it doesn't make petunias out of buttheads. Okay, many of you heard me use a different word for about heads. But anyway, <laughs> so, but I find often that's, that's what we'll notice is those, those sort of disruptions, either physically or in our external experience. I think for me what's important to remember is our role, actually the art of allowing, allowing that would be a good one to, to kind of revisit from Monday of this week is to understand that that our being, body, mind, spirit, right, our being knows how to heal itself. And our job is to choose the direction we want to go. We actually talked about the five-step template, you and I, directly. And that's where you're focused. That's where you're growing towards. That's what you're working towards. And the healing process will just kind of naturally take care of itself. We don't really have to go looking for it or wondering, is it happening? Isn't it happening? It's always happening. It just sort of sort of rises and falls and rises and falls in the intensity. I guess of it. So perfectly. Hopefully that helped. Thanks very much. That see, that's what makes this stuff work, right? This is this is not designed to be a monologue. This is a conversation. This is our community right now. All you folks that are watching and commenting, the ones that are watching that will watch the archives afterwards. This is a community. This this is one of my roles in it. Right? That's all I'm doing is fulfilling one of my roles in it. You guys fulfill all yours as it fits for you, and we all come together. That's how we make this thing work. Okay, so uh, let me just check and make sure if I've got everybody. I think I've mentioned to uh, cover everybody. As I said, if I haven't, it, you maybe just scrolled by too fast. <laughs> That's perfect. So for the last, oh, the last while now, and even in a deeper way, the last, I don't know, month, maybe. I've been uh, uh, reading the the teachings of a guy by the name of Neville Goddard. You may have made me heard me refer to him. So he was big in the, and I may have my dates a little bit haywire. I think kind of like the fifties, maybe the sixties, probably even before that. If you do a, a search for Neville Goddard, you're going to find scads of. YouTube videos and things like that. Not a lot of videos just because of the time that he did his teaching, but a lot of audios and things like that. He's got a really neat way of teaching, uh, his own unique take on it. Again, common themes 
So one of the things he he mentioned, and it was just one of those those uh, I didn't put it as a comment here, but one of those phrases that just those sentences that just tweaks your mind, right? It just kind of well, not your mind, it's here, tweaks your heart, right? You just feel it. And he said, and he, and his his principles of manifesting are very similar to to ours and so many others. Um. He says, you, you come to that point where you decide that it's like you throw everything in. It's like, okay, these principles that I've, I've, been, I've been taught and I've been embracing and things like that, it's like I'm all in. They're either going to work or they're not. And I'm choosing that they're going to work and I'm not turning back. I can't remember the actual verbiage that he used, but he basically says, this is it, no matter what. I'm, I'm not going back. I believe this is true, and I'm going to ride this ship. <laughs> it's either going to, it's either going to float or it's going to sink. But I'm, this is it, and sort of drawing that line. And and in my sort of description of this broadcast is what it was that assault on our physical world, and, and that's where some so often the battle, at least, appears to present itself, at least initially. And it's okay, no matter what. I'm holding on to these principles. I don't care. If we're going down, we're going down, but I'm going down believing. And so often that's that's where the I'll call it the battlefield is. You see, when you think about it, the birth of a desire comes from the identification of contrast in our physical world. Tracy, if if you happen to catch that it would be handy to maybe put it in the comments if you could. So in your own words, um, the birth of a desire comes from the identification of a contrast in our physical world. That's where it's birthed. Something from as simple as you're sitting in a chair and then all of a sudden you change positions. Why did you change positions? Because you became aware of a contrast. What's contrast? Hmm, I'm uncomfortable in this position. I would like to be comfortable, so then I change positions, right? You identify that contrast. It's just that ludicrously simple. And, of course, everything's scalable, right? I look around at my financial situation, and I identify contrast. Contrast is, this is what I'm noticing. I would like it to be different at your relationship, at your occupation, at your geography, whatever that may be, okay? Hmm. What's the rest? Oh, boy. Um, okay, so I'll say it once more because there's a bit of a time delay. Um, the birth of a desire comes from the identification of contrast in our physical environment. And so then we do all these pros. I actually did some, uh, some little points here. Let me think. Got it. Okay. And so then we go, okay, well, I'm going to do this manifesting stuff and I'm going to change it. Right? Just like my butt was sore in this position, I'll change to this one. So I should be able to do that same process for my my, my I was calling sort of sort of my, my bank account or my butt size, right? <laughs> or again, relationship, occupation, things like that. And then we do it. We do what you're supposed to do, the visualizing and do my vision boards or do all this, but it's not working. And what I mean by not working is my physical world hasn't changed. 
And yes, I mean, we cover it in the art of allowing many other things. That's not where we measure our progress. We measure it by how we feel. And oh, yeah, yeah, yada, yada, yada. And all that stuff. My, my physical world still isn't changing. And that's where the battleground is. And we feel it. And that's what challenges. Yeah, perfect. Thanks, Trace. <laughs> that's what challenges us is I'm doing this, but my physical isn't complying. And so what I thought I would do is share a few tips on what I do when I'm in that place. Okay, so let me fire up the handy-dandy flip chart here. Okay, we're done with that Facebook page. We need to go to, need to go to, come on, wake up. There we go. We need to go to here. Um, okay, so, yeah. I'm going to flip over to full screen. It's just easier. So here we go. Okay. So. This is us, right? And this is... Well, my my pen's got a different little indicator on it. It looks weird. Hold on. I'm going to close a couple of things. They probably have a bunch of stuff running here. Let's get rid of that. There, that'll probably be better. <laughs> like, oh, there's weird things going on. And, and this is our physical world, right? The, the world that we see around us. So what I'm saying is we... Little eyeballs, right? <laughs> We identify contrast here. Oops, hold on. Oh, goodness. Oh, hold on. My my thing went away. Just hold on. Oh, I know what I... Oh, crap. Don't go away. I closed too many... <laughs> I closed too many programs. I got to open this up again. That's funny. <laughs> it's got to be Friday, right? So we want to go here, I believe. Oh, goodness. Let's see if I've got to redo this whole darn thing. Um, <laughs> funny. And there. Oh, this is oh, this is looking promising. Hold on. Don't go away. Don't go away. We're going to do this. Got to do this. Do this. Okay. I think we might be there. So let's go back to here. And let's go back to here. Well, we're okay, folks. Crisis averted. It's okay. The world is saved. There we are. Okay. So we got our, there's us and there's our physical world and we identify a contrast in our physical world, right? Now, this is one of the things I think is important to remember is, well, we, well, we identify Well, we identify the contrast, which then, of course, the contrast as the contrast, as we said, births desire, right? And of course, you guys all know this, right? Where is the desire birthed? The desire is birthed within us. Yes. So then what we want to do is we want to take that desire and we want to see it manifest in the physical. Right now, I think this is one of the things that's important to remember. We talked about this actually in a variety of shows this weekend is to change this, 
we need to change this. Actually, I talked about it in spiritual economics. I can't remember which day it was, but go to the archive and you'll find it. If you want to change this, you need to increase the value of this. And again, like I said, we talked about that in the past. Spiritual economics, as we talked about this. And so, you see, that's why... Russ is art school. Yeah. Russ has lost his thing. I know, I know. Russ is art school. There you go. If you took screen captures of this and sent it to, like, a psychologist or something, they'd probably say, that guy is, like, schizophrenic and who knows what else. Psychopath? I don't Whatever other words. I've often jokingly said that if they ever did a psych exam on me, they'd never let me leave the building. So <laughs> anyway, so we need to add value to us to change it. So we've, we've talked about that on spiritual economics. You can go back and review to that. Uh, you can review that one. So what I want to talk about, though, is what do we do when we're doing all that stuff? We're doing all this stuff over green today. And... The physical world isn't changing. Now, like anything, understanding the landscape is always where the empowerment comes from. And so one of the things I would like to just touch on, and I will try and keep this, this will be under an hour, is something that I call the illusion of permanence. So we have a tendency... You see, so why do we why do we have this? Oh man, I'm doing all this work and it's still not changing, right? That's what we say. So here's the thing to remember is we look at this physical as being solid or being being permanent, right? But you see, and I really like my point when I call it the illusion of permanence, in that our physical world only appears to be solid, static, and unchanging. And this is, I was just listening to, um, oh goodness. Oh, I don't want to screw the name up. So I say YouTube channel. Um, I think I posted it on, on my wall. I'll post it again. Creating Consciousness, I think is what it was called. Um, these two guys, he interviewed. They interviewed a lot of big name folks. They had Bruce Lipton. I was listening to him today. Another guy, he's this, he's a physicist. He's, I can't remember his name now. It's kind of a weird name. And that's one of the things that both of them talked about. The physicists talked about what, what we see in our physical world is really creation and annihilation happening at an infinite rate. So what we see it is solid and unchanging is actually it's continually, this is really cool, not only is it changing, it's continually creating itself in its entire, this is mind-blowing when you think about it, but not to physicists. And spiritualists, isn't that interesting, right? <laughs> Sages, mystics, all they, those type of folks, right? Is what we see, what you're seeing is physical. So you're looking at this through a phone, a computer, or something like that. You think that computer hasn't changed. You look at the phone, it's good. Well, it's a phone. It's always a phone. It's a phone this morning, it'll be a phone this afternoon. It appears like it's always that way. But that phone or that device in front of you is creating itself. And as soon as it's created, it instantly annihilates itself and then recreates itself again. So this is one of the things that's really important to remember is that so many times er, er, things aren't changing is simply an illusion. They're always changing. 
And, and you see, why is that a big deal? Because what we do is we think linearly. And we talked about that in one of the shows this week, too. We think this is where I'm at. This is where I want to be. We go. It's kind of neat. This is kind of a, a summary also of some of the, the other shows this week. We go, this is where I'm at. And this is where I want to be. And I have to get from here to there. Oops, sorry, guys. Uh, I have to get from here to here to get there. But you see, that's not the case. That's not what happens is there is continually creating, destroying, creating, destroying, creating, destroying, creating, destroying. And what we're doing is we're introducing those very subtle changes those revisions into each creative process. Oh, yeah, um, Brother Greg. Right, the illusion of purpose really like the projection of past perceptions. Absolutely. So, oh, that's good. That nice segue. <laughs> so, so that's that's the first thing to remember is that it's constantly changing. So if you think that things haven't changed yet, well, you're just flat out wrong. Maybe you haven't noticed the changes, but it doesn't mean they're not changing. This is why I've been listening to a lot of Bob Proctor lately. He talks about developing a disciplined mind. And this fits really well with what, what the, the, the comment that Greg just made. I'm going to go back to, to here again. Proctor talks about a disciplined mind. So... And as Greg said, um, past perceptions, right? So this is us and our current experience, right? This is what we've decided is physical that we used to think was permanent and unchanging. <clears throat> I have to change stuff, but now we know is it's creating itself anew all the time, right? We don't have to change what currently we're seeing physically, we introduce those subtle shifts so that it, it each creative flow, each creative cycle, it shifts a little bit, shifts a little bit, shifts a little bit. Now, here's, here's the thing, right? We see our physical world through the eyes of our belief systems, right? Our, our truths, right? Right, so we see this, but we see it through the eyes of our, as Greg said. Well, that's not right, but you know what I mean. Through the eyes of our perceptions. So that's the other thing to remember is what you think you're seeing here is not what's really here. You're seeing here after... It's went through this. And so here's what it looks like. Where's me? Come on. You, your physical world, right? So this, I'm going to say, is the, the, or the baseline. of what truth is or what you're seeing. But very rarely 
do we actually experience our physical world through that baseline? Here's what happens is we experience it, but we experience it through our perceptions, right? So what we are seeing, whoops, let me just small. What we are seeing is our physical world after it's filtered through our perceptions. Now, I think I have this here. And if I don't, it's not a big deal. Okay, that's all right. So, so what's a perception? Right? A, a perception is a choice of filters that we use to see our world, to experience our external world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like they're... Uh... <laughs> They've all had rough days, my stick guys. <laughs> They're missing limbs. They got limbs going in the wrong ass direction. <laughs> Shoot. So when you're looking at your physical world and you have decided that nothing's changed, what you have said, boy, I'm making a lot of new pictures here, but that's okay. What you have said, and, and this is one of, I think, for me, the biggest, and we may just conclude with this because I really like this. The number one thing that I want you to do when you're assaulted with the physical world and you say nothing's happening, the shit isn't working, all this kind of stuff is understand that you've decided that's true. There may be another picture coming out of this, Candace. <laughs> you've decided it's not true. You have decided, you have chosen. A perspective, right? You have chosen a perspective. And the perspective you have chosen is this shit isn't working. Nothing's happening yet. But what you don't realize is it's because you've chosen to observe it in that fashion. Yeah, I, think we'll just, I do want to have you out of here before dark. You have chosen to perceive your physical world through a perception, and you're the one that chose that perception. You did. So here's what I want you to do, and this is a proctor's right on with a disciplined mind, because I'm not saying this stuff's easy, but it's a skill that is important for us to develop. And the skill is your ability to choose how you perceive or you observe the physical because the physical as you see it is not accurate and is not complete. You're the one that gives meaning to that. What do I mean by that? You're the one that chooses who the person is that is observing the physical world. So when you see this indicator in your physical world that is telling you through your perception that you've chosen that this isn't working, it hasn't happened yet, this is taking too long, this is fill in the blanks. 
Here's what I want you to do. Choose another perception. Right? Choose a different way to perceive that same physical information. Because when you do that, what are you doing? You are choosing to become a different person. What you are saying is, Oh, thanks, Gordon. And thanks, Gordon, for for checking in and and just supporting us. And Gordon's just really a cool guy. When you choose a different perception, you are becoming a different observer in that you are changing your identity. Because the person, because that's what we care about, right? It's not about changing the physical. It's about changing who you are. Boy, this is good stuff. But changing who you are. How do you do that? By choosing different perceptions. And what you are saying is the person that used to see the world this way, I'm deciding that I'm going to be a different person and I'm going to choose to see the world this way. And we do not realize the power of doing that. Listening to Bruce Lipton just before we did this broadcast, and he talked about, and this won't be anything new for a lot of you guys, the role of the observer. You see, for me, that's why a lot of these metaphysical experiments and principles will never be able to be validated using traditional scientific methodology because traditional scientific methodology totally eliminates the role of the participant or the observer in the experiment. They say if this truth is truth, it doesn't matter who's doing the experiment. It'll always work out to be the same thing. But you see, they're totally negating the fact that every single person that's doing the experiment based on their perceptions affects the experiment. How do they do that? Because they've chosen a different perception of the experiment. So you're never going to be able to measure this using this sterile external measurement indicators. You can never eliminate the observer. Well, this is, wow, (laughs) getting fired up. You can never eliminate the observer from the equation. That's you. You want to change your physical surroundings? Change the perceptions you filter them with, which then change the person. Neville Goddard, I just read this a couple of days ago. It really struck in my mind. And and I'm I'm going to close here right away. But I've got another to-do, right? So don't go away. Is He says, how do you know when you've become a different... This is really cool. How do you know when you've become a different person? And he says, you know that when your reactions to your external world change. You see, our reactions are an automatic reaction based upon a perception. Okay? Our reactions to a physical stimulus, right, are based upon our perception of that stimulus. So when we've changed, then our perception has changed. Therefore, our reaction has changed. And the example he gave, and I'm kind of hovering one of the common ones for a lot of folks, and that's money, is he says, when you look at your bank account, and you look at your bank account and your immediate reaction in your head is, well, I'm trying to manifest more money in my bank account, looks the same thing. So he says, the question to ask yourself is, would this new per- how would this new person that you're choosing to become react to that same stimulus? What story would that new person tell about that same stimulus? You see, we think we got to change the bank account. No, you change your perceptions, which changes your identity, and that's what makes shit happen. (laughs) 
So here's what I want you to do. And I will close with that. Thanks for hanging in there, guys. Practice being aware of what your reactions are in your behaviors and especially in your thoughts, because that's the perception you've chosen, the truth that you have chosen. And if and if you say to yourself, okay, this new person that I want to become, would they think that way about the stimulus? Or would they think differently? If I was this new creation, rhetorical, if I was this new person, what would my reactionary thoughts be to that same stimulus? And if your reactionary thoughts are related to the old you and not the new you, I want you to correct the thought. So you get on the scale and you notice that the numbers really haven't changed a whole lot. Your perception of that piece of physical stimulus um, and your reactionary thoughts are, huh, man, I haven't, I've been, I've been dying it, uh, diet, dieting. I've been exercising. Geez, my weight still hasn't changed, man. I've been working so hard. Why is my, I don't care. See, if, if you were the person that was slim and fit and, and your perfect sort of body image, if you will, and you looked at that number, how would you think about that? How would you perceive that number? We go, well, but I have the logical. The number hasn't changed. That's right. And I'm not saying this isn't an assault on your logic, but logic has gotten you where you're at now. So if you want to change where you're at now, you're going to have to do some really illogical shit. Okay, keeping it real here. And that's going to be, I choose to look at this number from a new person. And that number is, oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, oh, well, never really hasn't changed much, but that's okay. I'm feeling better. I'm doing good. It'll change. It'll be fine. You see the difference? And you'll feel different too, right? When you notice the thoughts, the perceptions, that don't align to this new person you're choosing to become, correct the perceptions because the first step, and I'll close with this, the first step in freedom is the freedom to choose how you perceive the external, temporary, illusionary, permanent stimulus in the world around you. That's where freedom starts. And that's where the foundational changes start. When you can look at the same stimulus that yesterday caused you to feel anxious and worried and concerned and stuff like this, and, and maybe you feel that way, but you go, I'm going to choose a different perception. And you do. That's your best indicator that things are changing. And you're going to see that in your physical world very, very, very quickly because you are no longer a prisoner to that old perception. Wayne Dyer is the one I first heard say it. He says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And it's kind of a cool thing to say, but it's absolutely hardcore factual. You, the observer, have a profound effect on your physical surroundings. And the way you do that is by changing the way you perceive the same stimulus. And that's when things change. Boy, this has been a great show. I have I have really enjoyed this. Don't know about you guys, but I liked it. <laughs> Once again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for commenting. Share, share, share. We're all in this together. That's how we're going to make this stuff work. It's been a great first week of daily broadcasting for the Convergence Media Network. Saturday and Sunday are off days. I am going to do a short sort of 
summary video, probably Sunday morning, just sort of kind of doing a bit of an overview of the week's shows. Um, we'll see you in Russ's Inner Circle or somewhere else on the Facebook or on the web and at Monday's broadcast. All right, guys. Created with free version for non-commercial use.